across, make it mark. Welcome to our 67th Muna class. We are excited to be here, thank God, in our wonderful studio in Yushalayim, Erekodesh. And yes, we are blessed, thank God, with Dayan Elgod. Erev Pesach is the first time he is able to somewhat make time, yes? Yes, somewhat make time for this year. It's yes. so important to the Rav, we can't say no. Exactly. That's the point. We're doing this as the Rotson of the Rav. We're making another Muna class, Erev Pesach. We were nervous maybe last week's was going to be the CM of the whole winter's man. And Hashem has given us the merit to do another Garden of Amuna class, Amuna class 2022 on Pesach 2022. Soulful Pesach, and not just soulful, soulful, hallow Pesach. Do not pass over this one because we have a special guest sitting right next to me of Aaron Levy. Aaron Levy is in a band, his band called Umka, 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 the Libra. Yes. <laughs> he's going to lead us with the depths of his heart. And thank God he's also the lead singer of the band in the yeshiva for Halal with the Rav, which has been going on now with him leading 13 years. Some yes, of the yes. musicians you'll recognize from the band from Yishai Rebo and other wonderful musicians. And uh, we'll maybe let him discuss that a bit more later in the class. But we also have to mention that he is a Chetam Chochem and the Rosh of a Chaburah of Bochrim. He is the head, the head supervisor. Head supervisor of the Bochrim in our wonderful yeshiva in Yushalayim in Chut Shel Chesed and also is it, that's where it's located here? Yes, that's where it's located. So he is someone who's here with Kavir, thank God, monthly you can come to the shul and hear him singing, Nate and please God, we're going to share his uh, phone number as well, how you can book him, etc, etc, all the good things as well as a description in our wonderful, wonderful YouTube video, Facebook, Instagram posts and podcasts and everywhere else we manage to find ourselves nowadays. We want to dedicate our class to the soul of Rav Yosef Kanievsky, sorry, Rav Chaim Kanievsky, Zatzal. Um, I think I slipped up with Yosef because he'd have to be Chaim Chaim because I was hoping no, he's, he's, also, he's also, his full name is Shmuel yeah. Yosef. Oh, there we go. So that was very, that fixed it up. Thank God. We dedicate to, Rav, to the full name of Rav Chaim Kanievsky, Zatzal. Soulful guests. We welcome all our guests of the Holy Land, everyone tuning in, all online to Eretz Yisrael with so many inspired followers. Blessings to our special guests and the Muna staff and all. That means we gave you a bracha, anachnu asod bracha, b'shola orech, choshev, the special guest. So the full healing to be rid of all forms of corona and demyonis and other things that people are going through nowadays, all kinds of mental issues. And we specifically ask you to keep dominating for Rav Shalom Ben Yamna and Tehila Rivka Bas Masha. Also now, we had a new name, Chana Bas Frida. Um, we should pray for her. She's unfortunately very not in a good situation. We pray for her full refuah shlema. And um, also, the Havda Ben Chaim Chaim elevate these, uh, the soul of Gedalia, Sanyu Ahmed Ben Gedalia. And we appreciate your dedication to our Muna classes. We wish you a good week, a good Chodesh Nissan. Yes, we already had Rosh Chodesh yesterday. A healthy, energized spring. That's one of the things we want to bring a lot of simcha and energy to your Pesach preparations, especially with the Rav here and Joy and Kashrut. He'll help us with that. Share Amuna Global All. We'll have simcha with the music. And to remember that Rav Oresh is always asking you to join all his different causes and campaigns. The books, a wonder of gratitude. We have also the loving everyone unconditionally. Don't forget the Chok of Tadah, the Law of Gratitude, very important, plus the wonderful pamphlet 
of loving every Jew with great devotion, which I like to expand it to every person. We have to pray for all the humanity to have love and unity. That will solve a lot of our problems. So anyway, so let's keep going ahead with the feedback from you wonderful people that follow us weekly. And thank God, last class, like I was saying to our guest, has already had 25,000 views on Facebook and thousands of views on, on YouTube. With all our classes, thank God, and we appreciate you building them up, bringing them to the people. Rav Sholem always speaks to the heart. Thank you. Yeah, the videos of Rav are amazing. In fact, we just had a class posted today all about singing and hello from the Rav. Oh, so this Clip, works out. This works out very well. We posted it today. It's already gone on our channel. You can check it out. It's the latest class from Rav all about what we're talking today. Shalom Rabbi and everyone from Sydney, Australia. Amazing. That's someone who's on our live feed. Yosef, we need to jab, my friend. That was last week's guest. Guest of Halprin wrote, our styles are so different yet so similar. Love today's topic. That was one of our previous guests commented oh, on Yosef. Wonderful yeah. guest. Yes. And uh, Rabbeinu taught us to be with God in all our ways. But through us, we see truth closer. Mitz Hashem, 100% MS. Thank you for sharing these deep, appreciated words. This was actually in last week's class about Hispodidus, meditation, mindfulness, all the wonderful topics we discussed, as well as it went on LinkedIn. The, the, we thank those people again. Thank you very much, Gedalia's Coach Menachem edition on our platform. Gedalia Fenster had an excellent class that was uh, featured on Coach Menachem's network, and they kindly let us share it on our platforms. Once again, that's collaboration and unity between different groups. This is so good. Thank you. You do this. Baruch Hashem. Shalom Aleichem, everyone. That was a comment on the class. Thank you. Blesses my heart this morning. I definitely made the choice to know and believe everything is always working out for my good. I love this. This is Rav Oresh, one of his recent classes, All for the Good. I remember the lessons of this story. Rav Oresh's weekly classes. Thank you, Rabbi. Beautiful. Wow. Totally unexpected. I thought this was going to be about the Midrash regarding Sanhedrin overriding a voice from Shemayim on the Halakha. I did not see the ending coming book. And someone else wrote, wow, that person's right. Beautiful indeed. Thank God for Chesidus. Without it, we'd all be depressed. Choose walking around. Yeah. <laughs> someone else wrote, like, sweet honey. That's another past video when you see the Siddiquim together. How beautiful, two beautiful souls. And actually a few other people were mentioning it to me when I was in the frat last Shabbos or the Shabbos before that. They were also mentioning that wonderful video of Rav Avadia and the Rav. And there's a lot of videos, thank God, that are still going around. Um, people are talking about the Rav the Levi, Rav Chaim, of him crying. And it just made a bit, all these videos make big impact to people. And even though we miss the Rav and we want the Rav to come back, but thank God we still have this uh, legacy growing. Thank you, Hashem, for everything you give us, all our team. Rav Dainel, God, for taking out time here at Pesach. He's got sheets of Torah here, Baruch Hashem. If we don't um, underestimate or devalue his time, it's very much appreciated. And the previous class is also, and thank God for this class, for our guest for coming last minute, Aaron Levy. Let's go ahead with a song and uh, enjoy. Enjoy the hallow of Pesach. <laughs> Israel, <laughs> 
Thank you, Aaron Levy, for a great intro. Great way to begin. A beautiful part of Hallel, is that correct? Yes, part of Hallel speaking about the exodus from Egypt, which is mamish relevant now to Pesach. Beautiful. Amazing. This is, by the way, this is a tune that we hear every Rosh Chodesh, and you are all invited to come also in Pesach. We have on Pesach on Cholomoyed every day the band sings. It's unbelievable. We have hundreds of people coming over from all of Yerushalayim and all over Israel to come and hear the Hallel and the Yeshiva, hear the band. It's an unbelievable event. It's worthwhile. We start davening on Nates. Come. This is a, oh, an unforgettable experience. And a lot because of Rav Aaron Levy and his band. And this is on Cholomoyed as well? This is Cholomoyed. Every single day of Cholomoyed we play music. Wow. We have recordings of it on Sukkot. But Pesach, I don't remember. Recordings are beautiful. Yeah. And for those of you who are living abroad who have still not made Aliyah yet to Eretz Yisrael, well, that's okay. For those who live here in Eretz Yisrael, don't miss the live show. The energy is something un- unbelievable. We can't even explain it in words until you're there. You've got to experience it. And there's always room. And there's always room. Mm-hmm. When the heart has room, there's always room. around. Amazing. So we have a few questions which I think tie perfectly into what the Rav prepared. That's part of the Saturday Shemaya. Um, how do we connect the Haggadah and teachings of Amuna to the children and our guests? Okay, very good question. One of the main mitzvahs that we have in the Torah is a mitzvah called Vihigata Levincha. Now, the source is in the book of Shmois in chapter 13, where we have a specific mitzvah to tell the story of the Haggadah to our children. The Rambam elaborates this very much in Hilchos Chomet in chapter 6. And he says, we're obligated to tell the children so they can understand. And says the Rambam, the most important thing is you've got to tell each child according to his own level. Which means you can't tell just one story at Leila Sena that's suitable for everyone. Because you have the older child, the younger child, the cleverer child, the, more, the child who doesn't ask questions, he's more quiet. And you've got to try and cause him to ask the questions so part of our job is to be very well aware of the different situation of our children and the guests and to try and instill within them the story of the Haggadah. Beautiful. So obviously um, one of the questions that we didn't get, but it would be a continuation. How do we bring the joy of the Haggadah and the Simcha of Pesach? Because even though we talk more about Simcha to do with Sukkot, but people do say how kosher v'sameach. And as yes. we mentioned last week, actually the simcha is where the most challenge is. Well, that's a beautiful question. But before I go into that, I would just like to say one more thing about the Haggadah. There's a beautiful source that I found in the Shemi Shmuel. The Shemi Shmuel was a very, very kosher v'chassidish rebbe. He was the sochach of a rebbe. His father was called the Avnei Nezer. The Avnei Nezer was one of the greatest geniuses of his time in the world of Hasidus. He has a book called the Avnei Nezer Responsa and another book on Hilchos Shabbos, which is called the Egle Tal. Something unbelievable. And the Shemi Shmuel says in the name of his father, the translation of Vayaged Moshe, when we, for example, have in the Torah and Moshe said to Am Yisrael, Vayaged is one of the forms of saying, the translation is V'yichavei. He showed them. And the Shemi Shmuel says, that that's the purpose of the Haggadah. You've got to show the children. You've got to make the children imagine and live the story of the Haggadah. I'd like to tell a story. One of my mentors and rabbis was uh, the great tzaddik and mashgiach, Reb Shlomo Volbe, a blessed memory. And he used to say, he used to describe to his Talmidim how you're supposed to 
live the story of the Haggadah. For example, we know that the Egyptians, they had all the different, the ten plagues that attacked them. He gave an example of one of them, the plague of locust. Listen to how he did it. He's explained to the children, imagine suddenly the sky becomes black and you can hear the buzzing of all the locusts. And they're coming closer and closer. And suddenly the locusts are landing on all the different fields and orchards and everything in Egypt. And they're eating everything. And a person looks at a tree that's suddenly filled with locusts. They disappear after one minute and the tree is empty. There's nothing left there but the stem. And Revolver went on and on and on to explain how you do this. You can buy things in stores. You can buy all these different gadgets. You can buy little plastic locusts. And while you're telling the story, suddenly throw the locust on the children. They, oh, oh, what is that? What is that? Put it on the table. Show them what we're talking about. Make the children live the Haggadah. But in order for them to do that, you've got to live the Haggadah. So read about it. Start reading. Start living the Haggadah. And that way you'll be able to pass it on to your children, which is the most important thing that we want, to pass it on to the next generation. Now, before we go into the question about Simcha, I would like to ask a personal favor from our singer, Rev. Aaron Levy, who we work together and we're good friends. There's a beautiful song about the whole purpose of what we would like from our children, that every single woman says on every Shabbos and every Yom Tov when she lights candles, may I have the merit of having children who are tzaddikim and people of truth. It's a beautiful, moving song, and I'd like to ask him to play that fast. Amazing. Please do. <laughs>
בכל מלאכת עבודת הבורא ובכל מלאכת עבודת הבורא We should be blessed with all this. A, oh, a beautiful, moving song, how we want our children to light up the world with their holiness, with their actions, with their love for every single person. Amen. Amen. We should all merit. Amen. We love the point we mentioned about throwing the toys, like the Simcha. I've done that on my Seder nights, and it does work. It does, does work. work. Uh, there's Not there's, now, though. They're minor teenagers now, so... Oh, they might throw it back on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are all these different customs. Many people have the custom of when they say, when they're describing the Exodus, yeah. they put on these special clothes, which resemble how our forefathers looked hundreds of thousands of years ago. They put the matzahs on the shoulders, and they walk showing the children how we walk out of Egypt with everything on our shoulders running speedily and making them live the Haggadah yeah like for yeah. example Rav Volba I was talking about the locust the Midrash says something incredible do you know what the locust did when they finished eating all the agricultural produce of Egypt says the Midrash they were still hungry so they started eating their eyes and Rav Volba he, he described it imagine it pounces onto the person's the Egyptian's face it grabs on and his teeth go and get to the eyeball and all <laughs> and the children are going ooh the eyeball <laughs> it's Manish making ourselves live the Haggadah living the Haggadah telling the story the way we should wow. it is go to the stores you have today stores which are called yeah. Hakol B'Shekel you buy yeah, B'Shekel you buy all these gadgets yeah. for peanuts and they revive we have bags you know bulls and you know blood like was like uh, the big red thing and like we had all the everything set up so each Maka we were able to throw it at the kids and, and it makes the children live they all stood in the middle and we threw it at them and <laughs> the house was a complete mess but it was part of the that's, that's the mitzvah yeah. the house is going to be a mess anyway after yeah. that I got it, it makes no difference the house is going to be a mess it should be at least a positive mess oh, but you're asking about the simcha yeah the simcha especially on the festivals is something very unique because we have a special commandment even though we are obligated to always be happy and we know that the Heliger Rebbe Rabbi Nachman of Breslev, he says in the Kutim Moharan, on the second part, on chapter, on which is Torah, 24, Mitzvah Gdola Liot Besimchat there's a great mitzvah to always be on Simcha, we have a special mitzvah to be Besimcha on the festivals. Now, just before I continue, I've got my disclaimer to say. Oh, you're yes. going to say, oh no. Uh, I really, Start a song. No, no, no. I, I, again, I really do apologize that you have to listen to me instead of listening to the Rav. More than you, I am yearning for the Rav to come back and for me to just become a translator and not the person who gives over the Shia. And Bezrat Hashem will merit that after Pesach. So please Amen. pray with us, Amen. pray with Amen. us for the full healing of our mentor and teacher. Amen. We need Rabbi the Rav back. Yeah. We Not that we back. don't appreciate the Rav, but we do need Rav Shalom. We need back. the Rav back. Yeah. I need the Rav back. <laughs> I've got to go back sitting next to you and translating. And that's it. <laughs> We have a special mitzvah of being happy on the festivals. It appears in the book of Dvorim at the end of Pasha Sue'ei. And this mitzvah has got clear definitions, which are brought in the Rambam in Hilchos Yom Tov on chapter 6, and in the Shulchan Aruch in Pater Achaim in chapter 529. This is a simcha that is defined. So let's start giving a few of the things about simcha. First of all, you have to buy your wife present now i'm referring now to all the men that are viewing us you are obligated to buy your wife a present 
every single festival. One of my teachers and mentors, Rabbi Mordechai Liao, he was very, very sick in his last two years. He was in hospital. Even from his hospital bed, he used to give a sum of money to one of his Talmudim to go and buy his wife, the Rebetzin, a present every single festival. Never missed once. So you've got to buy her something. And again, think about what she wants, not about what you want. My dear wife, I just now bought an incredible drill. A drill made by Makita for you as a present. Aren't you delighted? <laughs> My no. wife would actually <laughs> love that. My okay. wife would okay. love that. Maybe your wife would love the Makita drill. But she would love <laughs> okay. it. Okay, if your wife loves the Makita drill, get her the Makita drill. Yeah. Normally, think about what she wants. You've also got to make your children happy. You can buy them new clothes for Pesach. You can buy them something to eat, something special for Seder night. And we also have an obligation to eat things on Pesach, on every festival, things that we enjoy and we're happy. But that is only part of the mitzvah of Simcha. The Rambam says something else very important. The Rambam says you are obligated to make sure that other people, needy people, people who don't have the financial, uh, the, the, don't have the financial means, people who don't have where to stay, you are obligated on Pesach to make them happy. And if you concentrate only on your happiness, only on your family, only on your Pesach table, and you don't think about others, says the Rambam, HaKadosh Baruch Hu despises that. That is despicable in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He wants us to think about others. That's a major part of the Simcha, thinking about other people. Well, the, that's a perfect uh, step towards the Rabbinites. Reminder today, she came into my office a few times even, and once she was bearing some, some kimcha de pischa for the olam, she brought some meat for everybody. The people that work here, it was very kind of her. And it helps personally our simcha yomta very much. But um, what she also did was said, get the link out of kimcha de pischa. Make sure everyone knows that they can donate. We've got it below in the description for the YouTube video and the Facebook. Everyone there can donate. And it's an opportunity for all of us to make other people's yomtavs truly happy. And that's the true key to simcha yomta, as the rubber's explaining. So I just also don't want, before I forget, I don't want to forget about Aaron Levy's wonderful uh, opportunities that he can give to us as not only as being our guest as a singer, but as uh, someone who can come visit and hello. But he also has his own band, Amcha Deliba, and I'm trying to say it right. And to remind, he's also one of the Tamachachomim of this beautiful community. And as you can see, he does not have a phone which I could send these videos or links to. He only has a kosher phone, <laughs> and there are few people you meet nowadays who manage to be matzliach and successful and have simchas achayim, and they're without the phones. Maybe that goes together. I'm still trying to work that set, that out somewhat. Is that true? Without the phone, simchas achayim? Probably. Probably. By the way, I'd like to give over my phone yeah. number to anyone who wants to call and ask a question. My phone number is 052-111-1111. No, I'm just joking. You're never yeah. going to get in touch with never me that way. Get. People Sorry. do try to ask your number <laughs> they, all the time. They, they do try, but... Cultural, I get people ask me. They ask me, can I have the Rav's number? And I'm like, no. You can email me. You get my emails, though. I get the emails. emails when I read them. No, even with emails, I'm very yeah. bad. In other words... You have to call me and tell me there's an email. Okay, open so I'm giving you a heads up. There's a, probably about 20 emails in the last 10 weeks at least. Okay. <laughs> that I've sent forwarded from other people. In fact, that leads us to our next question. But before we do, I just want to mention that the phone number to book, you can either reach out to me directly on the online platforms or to call with a phone, 
would you believe it? Without texting, without WhatsApp, 0548403541. This is for Aaron Levy, has a beautiful band. What kind of music? They do uh, simchots and... Yeah, all kinds. Cult, all, kinds. all kinds. And he has his own music, his own songs as well, but he's not commercially out there. So it's up to you to make that happen by reaching out he's direct. He's busy as supervising the yeshiva. Exactly. He's That's actually, his main job. He's not promoting he himself. He's doing, well, if you want someone to promote you, there's someone sitting here. Ah. <laughs> I do that kind of stuff. I actually helped Al-Natam a little bit and uh, other guests we've had here, Baruch Hashem, I'm always happy to do that. But I think that this is, we think, since we spoke about Simcha, yeah. I think it's now time for a song. Oh, another song? We can't just do this one little question here. Uh, okay. It's <laughs> one little question. Song. Okay. It's a bit of a tough one, but any words about the situation in Uman, Ukraine? And this is one of the emails that's why it reminded me. People sharing pics of soldiers around the well known Jewish centers there. A lot of soldiers are hanging out right now, unfortunately, in the beautiful Uman, Rosh Hashanah, Uman, Ukraine. I've heard many people trying to give different explanations about the situation in Ukraine and what does this war between Russia and Ukraine mean? And I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, what the best answer is. Part of Emuna of believing, is believing though you don't understand. I don't really think anyone except for the great, great Sadiqim of the generation can really understand what this war means completely. We do not understand. But we have to believe that this is something only for the better good, something that Hashem himself wanted to happen for his reasons, and the, the situation, the outcome, is going to be something wonderful. With all the pain and grief that we're seeing and that we're experiencing through this war, it is only going to be for the better good. Why? We don't understand. Our job is to believe it's for the better good and to pray that no Jew should be harmed, that no one should be harmed, that everything will eventually, the conclusion will be, Ose Shalom, we'll only have peace between the nations, because that is our greatest aspirations as Jews. Amen. Amen. So we should have a song on that. A little bit of a heavy point, but brings us back to Hala. Kedshenu b'mitzvotecha. Kedshenu b'mitzvotecha. Ah uh-huh. 
like to translate these beautiful words because this is something that we say in our prayers every single Shabbos, every single festival. Kadsheinu b'mitzvotecha. Sanctify us through your mitzvahs, through your commandments. Give us our share in your Torah. Made us satisfied with all the good that you bestow upon us. Make us happy with all the salvations that you give us. And purify our hearts so we can truly serve you. And this actually goes on to another question asked here. And I'm going to ask the question because this completes the question about what was asked about the Ukrainian war. What does the Torah say about women serving in the army? I'd like to explain that according to Yiddishkeit, war is something negative. Yiddishkeit is not pro-war whatsoever. We are people of peace. The Torah, it's paths, are paths of calm and relaxation, and its ways are ways of peace. We want peace. We pray every single day for there to be world peace. Sometimes there are necessities and one has to go to war, which is in order to defend ourselves. But that's only in extreme measures. And since it's only in extreme measures, we don't want people to be involved in war. So that's why, according to the Torah, only men and only certain men are supposed to go out to war, not because women cannot fight. Absolutely not. I think that reality proves that women can be wonderful soldiers. But going to war is something that we have a special blessing, that Hashem will make sure that our hearts stay full and intact and that we're not affected by all the atrocious things that we see in war. We don't want that to affect our women who their role is to raise the family. They're the pillar of the Jewish people in the family. It's not something that's suitable for women. So hence, we are against war. And even when one goes to war, we try to minimize it as much as possible. We don't send children. We don't send people who are people who are weak. We don't send people who are immersed in learning Torah. And for that reason, we don't send the pillars of our homes, which are the women. Well, beautiful answer. Thank you, Rav. Um, another question came we up. We need to get back to Simcha. We're going to now. <laughs> we do mitzvahs with Simcha here, especially with the Rav. We always ask us, we miss him, ask him, remind us, the Rav Kolazman. He says to Eli, smile. Or, yeah, yes. Everyone, smile. Smile. So we have to remember <laughs> these heavy questions. First, Omer, how do we count from the second night of Pesach till Shavuos with more meaning? And I'll add in now Simcha. And what's the law with music during Cholomoyed? Everyone likes to know that question. Okay, let's get a first of all to Sfer Sa'omer. Sfer Sa'omer is connected to Pesach. Pesach was one of the greatest events in our Jewish history, the exodus from Egypt. Why did Hashem take us out of Egypt? What is the whole purpose? The whole purpose is 50 days later to reach Mount Sinai, the festival of Shavuos, and to receive the greatest gift Hashem has ever given anyone all through the history, and that's Hashem's holy Torah. Every single day that we count, we're supposed to think, one day passed, I'm coming closer to the Holy Torah. Another day passed, I'm coming closer to the Holy Torah. Every single day we're supposed to be filled with happiness that we're coming closer to our ultimate goal, and that is receiving the Holy Torah. And that's how we're supposed to count Sefer Sa'omer. And that also refers to listening to music on Cholamoyed. Not only are you allowed to listen to music on Cholamoyed, it's a mitzvah on Cholamoyed itself because it's a day of happiness. But I'm assuming people are asking here also about Sefer Sa'omer. Yeah. Are you allowed to that's listen a... to music on Sefer Sa'omer? 
we have to explain something about music, which things have changed over history. And I think that uh, Rabbi Aaron Levy will admit it from his experience. Once upon a time, people barely heard music. People heard music when? When they went to weddings, when they were... They, when they, where they heard the klezmerim, that's what we call the old singers of once upon a time. So music was much more rare and much more restricted. Today, today we live in a world which is flooded with music. We hear music all the time. In adverts, we hear music on the radio. People today live with music. When you take music away from people, it makes people depressed and upset. Now, there are those who say you're not allowed to listen to music on Sefer Omer. I disagree with them. Today, since music is such a necessity, a mental necessity for people, you are allowed to listen to music on Sfrasa Omer. If you feel that it's something that your soul needs and that without that you become upset and depressed, just do one thing. Make sure that when you listen to music, you're listening to it on your earphones. You don't have to play it all over. So you can listen to the music and make sure that you stay happy and content. Well, so that means no musical guests because even though... Ideally, we could. No, uh, no. Regarding musical yeah. guests, this program is different. I, in the time, I wrote in a responsa for Rabbi Brody Schlitter, oh. who used to be one of the most important members of our staff here, here in Brest of Israel. And he asked me, is he allowed to play music in Sefer Saomer? And I said to him that since our role is distributing the word of Emunah, distributing faith, there's an answer in one of the important books, Anite Gavriel, who says that when we're going to play for patients, you're allowed to play music. Now, since we are all sick in the sense that we're lacking emuna, we are. says Tilim says, heal my soul because I sent to you. We are all, we need emuna. So when it comes to distributing the word of emuna, we are allowed to bring musical guests and we're allowed to play in the studio. And by the way, when I'm saying that we're all sick by lacking emuna, I'm referring first and foremost to myself. I am sick. I need the remedy of emuna. And I'm assuming nearly everyone is like that. And if you're completely well and you don't need the remedy whatsoever, why are you listening to our shir? Go out there and spread the word of Emunah to other people. Don't waste your time. Bring more people closer to Emunah and to faith. So that brings us to our last question. When is Rev. Diane Elgood, Schlitter and the team, which I hope includes myself, touring this year in person, Emunah tour? First of all, my role is only to translate the rabbi. And as I always say, I am a pathetic substitute to the rabbi. And... <laughs> I can translate him, but, 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 but for me to come to America and to tour myself, <laughs> if anyone would be interested in hearing my shiurim, you can contact Eli. Yeah, America, UK, I am, Australia. I, I am there. praying for the Rov. Canada, if we can get heal, in there. And me to go and translate him. And South then Africa. you can hear the true words of faith, the words of the Rov. Yeah. We hope to join you again in person. We do miss you. I just saw a video of the Rav in Brooklyn. Ooh. All those years ago, I think it was 2014, it was with uh, Eli Raveli Mansour was sitting there, Rav Brody was translating, uh, Rav David, uh, what's his name, the famous Breslov uh, Shlich who opened up Uman, David, uh, I his name, I have it on my phone. Anyway, he's a very famous, he's come, always comes to Ashirim, he loves the Rav, and the uh, old Yid, uh, David, uh, I'll look it up. We'll have the answer after a song. After the song. Baruch Hashem. But I just want to remind also to thank the Rav, Rav Dain Elgar, for organizing our music because I was working the whole week hard <laughs> to bring Yosef Kaduna and I did manage to piece together a thousand shekels, but it wasn't enough. Very disappointed with all of you. I never asked. I've never asked for anyone out there publicly to sponsor any of these classes other than obviously generally partner with our campaigns, but never directly to sponsor a guest because thank God all our guests come 
Kinamba, they come for free. But Yosef Kaduna, you know, he's, uh, this is his business, this is his profession, and in all respect to him, we wanted to be able to pay him to come as a one-off special, special treat. And you guys failed me. I only got a thousand, not enough. No, so, but, but, but I want to tell you something. I'm yeah. sorry to say, yeah. personally, yeah. I prefer to have Aaron Levy here. You exactly. know why? You want, want to know why? No, no, no. I'll yeah. tell you why. Rav Aaron Levy is part of our Chuchel Chesed family. Oh. So when we're sitting here and we're giving over the Shia as the Chuchel Chesed, the breast of Israel, having someone from the family who understands, who sings the Hallel, who's together with the Rav, who the Rav loves and appreciates and has great esteem for, I think it's much more effective. Sorry, I'm no personal insult well, to anyone else. It was a big appreciation to Rav Dainaga for bringing oh. Aaron Levy last minute, <laughs> literally the, like a few hours ago in the morning. And we thank you very much for joining us. We'd like to end off with a song, maybe two. One song about Halal Pesach, because we're getting ready now to sing Halal together. For Korav Mamish, we're going to have a Korban Pesach this year. What? Korban Pesach. Be'ezrat Hashem, we are all Place going, out my we are all going to be meeting in Besa Mikdash. Now, by the way, Chuchel Chesed is going to be in the back left corner. Okay, yeah. so come there <laughs> in Beis Hamikdash. We're going to be sacrificing the Korban Pesach, yeah. and we're going to be having an unbelievable seder here in Shmuel Hanovi 13 on the ground floor. You're all invited. Wow, amen. I'm just down the road, so I'll I'll come by also. If we're allowed, are we allowed to mix up chaburas? What's the halacha? What? We'll have one big chabura, uh, one massive chabura, the chutzul chesed chabura. There'll be enough meat for everybody. Oh, yeah? don't worry. We'll get a massive a korban. <laughs> matzah, everything. Yana matzah. And all your donations and kimcha de pischa will be part of it. So join in on the korban pesach suda by chutzul chesed. Amen. New campaign. Amazing. Yes. campaign. Let's end off with beautiful songs. Uh, Pesach and then uh, to Messiah the Shir, Pesach Whatever you want. We believe, you know. Can you sing with me? We want to sing, yeah. Yes.
זה זה ניגן עברת רבנו, כאילו מסין עברת רבנו. We went, we Messiah, we finish off the winter's man with a spring. With a song about, about Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu, who yesterday was his birthday, oh, Aleph Nisan. Beautiful. Yes. Nisan, and now we're in the time of spring of re- renewal. We please God, we'll have renewed class beginning after Pesach. With the, the Rav. With the Rav. Amen. In the meanwhile, join us. Keep joining us, making this global. Thank you again for Rav taking out his busy schedule before Thank the you. Yom Tov. We appreciate it deeply. Thank you for the Muna team for making these classes professional, putting them on our platforms. Excuse me for not being 100% professional, but I'm working on it. Okay, yeah? you're working on it. It's we okay. wanted to make this viral, by the way. We had an idea, like maybe he would strangle me or something. I don't know. Is that going to work? No, no. What we <laughs> spoke about is if he wanted to have half yeah. a million views on Facebook, on YouTube, then we'd yeah. have one, you know, rabbi strangling the host. But we're not I'm willing to do, to do really. that. Let's do it. No, Why no, not? no. I'm sorry. Rating, rating is not worth. Well. Rating is not worth everything. Like, <laughs> like, let's go. Let's go. No, no. <laughs> hey, thank you so much, Aaron Levy. We enjoyed every minute. Thank you, man. And hug kosher v'sameach pesach, everybody. Amen. Amen. Special, special days ahead. Enjoy the 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 diluk, the the dancing and the jumping and the skipping, going through spheres. Amen. Growing and growing and growing. And we'll be joining you on that journey. Please, God, another week or two, we'll be back here on a Sunday, ready for you guys for our Muna Class 68. Thank you. Thank you. That's it.
Ah, yes, Yosef Kodona turned into Aaron Levy. <laughs> Aaron Levy is a special miyuchad from, a, he has a wonderful band, Umk Deliba, talk about it in the class, and also Hello and the Yeshiva. Hello. There's a Diane Elgar, wow. And I have an awesome Pesach 2022 class on Simcha. Just getting everything ready. Hashem, Hashemu, Matov Chalkeinu. Begin in one moment. Audio. <coughs> Share the class. Make it viral. Welcome to our sixty-seventh Muna class. We are excited to be here. Thank God in our wonderful studio in Yushalayim, Eretz Kodesh. And yes, we are blessed, thank God, with Dian Elgad, Erev Pesach. is the first time he is able to somewhat make time, yes? Yes, somewhat make time for this year. It's yes. so important to the Rav, we can't say no. Exactly. That's the point. We're doing this as the Rotson of the Rav. We're making another Munah class, Erev Pesach. We were nervous, maybe last week's was going to be the Siam of the whole winter's man. And Hashem has given us the merit to do another Garden of Amuna class, Amuna class 2022 on Pesach 2022, soulful Pesach, and not just soulful, soulful, hallow Pesach. Do not pass over this one because we have a special guest sitting right next to me, Aaron Levy. Aaron Levy is in a band, his band called Umka, Umka? Umka. Umka, Deliba. <laughs> he's going to lead us with the depths of his heart. And thank God he's also the lead singer of the band in the yeshiva for Halal with the Rav, which has been going on now with him leading 13 years. Some of the musicians you'll recognize from the band from Yishai Rebo and other wonderful musicians. And uh, we'll maybe let him discuss that a bit more later in the class. But we also have to mention that he is a Tamachochem and the Rosh of a Chabura of Bochrim. He is the head, the head supervisor. Head supervisor of the Bochrim in a wonderful yeshiva in Yushalayim in Chutz Chesed and also is it that's where it's located here? Yes, that's where it's located. So he is someone who's here with Kavir, thank God, monthly, you can come to the shul and hear him singing, Nate, and please God, we're going to share his uh, phone number as well, how you can book him, etc, etc, all the good things, as well as a description in our wonderful, wonderful YouTube video, Facebook, Instagram posts and podcasts and everywhere else we manage to find ourselves nowadays. We want to dedicate our class to the soul of Rav Yosef Kanievsky, sorry, Rav Chaim Kanievsky, Zatzal. Um, I think I slipped up with Yosef because he'd have to be Chaim Chaim because I was hoping oh, Yosef Kaduna. Also, his full name is Shmuel yeah. Yosef. Oh, there we go. So that was very that fixed it up. Thank God. We dedicate to to the full name of Rav Chaim Kanievsky, Zatzal. Soulful guests. We welcome all our guests of the Holy Land. Everyone tuning in, all online to Eretz Yisrael with so many inspired followers. Blessings to our special guests and the Muna staff and all. That means we gave you a bracha, anachmu asod bracha, b'shola orech, choshev, the special guest. So the full healing to be rid of all forms of corona and demyonis and other things that people are going through nowadays, all kinds of mental issues. And we specifically ask you to keep davening for Rav Sholem Ben Yamna and Tehila Rivka Bas Masha. Also now, we had a new name, Chana Bas Frida. Um, we should pray for her. She's unfortunately very not in a good situation. We pray for her full refuah shlema. Um, also, the Havda Ben Chaim Chaim elevate these, uh, the soul of Gedalia, son Yerachim Daniel Ben Gedalia. And we appreciate your dedication to our Muna classes. We wish you a good week, a good Chodesh Nissan, 
Yes, we already had Rosh Chodesh yesterday, a healthy, energized spring. That's one of the things we want to bring a lot of simcha and energy to your Pesach preparations, especially with the Rav here and Joy and Kashrut. He'll help us with that. Share Amuna Global All. We'll have simcha with the music. And to remember that Rav Oresh is always asking you to join all his different causes and campaigns. The books, A Wonder of Gratitude. We have also the Loving Everyone Unconditionally. Don't forget the Chok of Tadah, the Law of Gratitude. Very important. Plus the wonderful pamphlet of Loving Every Jew with Great Devotion, which I like to expand it to every person. We have to pray for all the humanity to have love and unity. That will solve a lot of our problems. So anyway, so let's keep going ahead with the feedback from you wonderful people that follow us weekly and thank our last class like i was saying to our guest has already had twenty-five thousand views on facebook and thousands of views on on youtube with all our classes thank god and we appreciate you building them up bringing them to the people rav shalom Oresh always speaks to the heart thank you yeah the videos of rav Oresh, amazing in fact we just had a class posted today all about singing and hello from the rav oh so this, clip, works out, this works out very well. We posted it today. It's already gone on our channel. You can check it out. It's the latest class from Ravorish, all about what we're talking today. Shalom Rabbi and everyone from Sydney, Australia. Amazing. That's someone who's on our live feed. Yosef, we need to jab, my friend. That was last week's guest. Guest Dov Halprin wrote, our styles are so different yet so similar. Love today's topic. That was one of our previous guests commented oh, on Yosef. Wonderful yeah. guest. Yes. And uh, Rabbeinu taught us to be with God in all our ways. But through his spotedness, we see truth closer. Mitzah, Shem, 100% MS. Thank you for sharing these deep, appreciated words. This was actually in last week's class about his spotedness, meditation, mindfulness, all the wonderful topics we discussed, as well as it went on LinkedIn. The, the, we thank those people again. Thank you very much. Gedalia's Coach Menachem edition on our platform. Gedalia Fenster had an excellent class that was featured on Coach Menachem's network, and they kindly let us share it on our platforms. Once again, that's collaboration and unity between different groups. This is so good. Thank you. You do this. Baruch Hashem. Shalom Aleichem, everyone. That was a comment on the class. Thank you. Blesses my heart this morning. I definitely made the choice to know and believe everything is always working out for my good. I love this. This is Rav Oresh's, one of his recent classes, All for the Good. I remember the lessons of this story. Rav Oresh's weekly classes. Thank you, Rabbi. Beautiful. Wow. Totally unexpected. I thought this was going to be about the Midrash regarding Sanhedrin, overriding a voice from Shemayim on the Halakha. I did not see the ending coming book and someone else wrote wow that person's right beautiful indeed thank god for chasidus without it we'd all be depressed choose walking around <laughs> yeah but Devash, someone else wrote like sweet honey that's another past video when you see the Siddiquim together how beautiful two beautiful souls and actually a few other people were mentioning it to me when I was in the frat last Shabbos or the Shabbos before that they were also mentioning that wonderful video of Rav Avadia and the Rav and there's a lot of videos thank God that are still going around um, people are talking about the Rav the Leviah Rav Chaim the, him crying and it just made a bit all these videos make big impact to people and even though we miss the Rav and we want the Rav to come back but thank God we still have this uh, legacy growing. Thank you, Hashem, for everything you give us, all our team, Rev Dine Agrod for taking out time here of Pesach. He's got sheets of Torah here, Bok Hashem. If we don't um, underestimate or devalue his time, it's very much appreciated. And the previous class is also, and thank God for this class, for our guest, for coming last minute, Aaron Levy. Let's go ahead with a song and uh, enjoy, enjoy the hallow of Pesach. Let Yaakov me amnoes, I tired 
Wow, thank you, Aaron Levy, for a great intro, great way to begin, a beautiful part of Hallel, is that correct? Yes, part of Hallel, speaking about the exodus from Egypt, which is mamish relevant now to Pesach, it's beautiful. Amazing. This is, by the way, this is a tune that we hear every Rosh Chodesh, and you are all invited to come also in Pesach. We have on Pesach on Cholomoyed every day, the band sings, it's unbelievable, we have hundreds of people coming over from all of Yerushalayim and all over Israel to come and hear the Hallel and the Yeshiva, hear the band. It's an unbelievable event. It's worthwhile. We start davening on Nate's. Come. This is a, oh, an unforgettable experience. And a lot because of Rav Aaron Levy and his band. And this is on Cholomoyed as well? This is Cholomoyed. Every single day of Cholomoyed we play music. Wow. We have recordings of it on Sukkot. But Pesach, I don't remember. Recordings are beautiful. Yeah. And for those of you who are living abroad who have still not made Aliyah yet to Eretz wow, Yisrael, that's okay. For those who live here in Eretz Yisrael, don't miss the live show. The energy is something un- unbelievable. We can't even explain it in words until you're there. You've got to experience it. And there's always room. And there's always room. Mm-hmm. When the heart has room, there's always room around. Amazing. So we have a few questions which I think tie perfectly into what the Rav prepared. That's part of the Saturday Shemaya. Um, how do we connect the Haggadah and teachings of Amuna to the children and our guests? Okay, very good question. One of the main mitzvahs that we have in the Torah is a mitzvah called Vihigata Levincha. Now, the source is in the book of Shmois, in chapter 13, where we have a specific mitzvah to tell the story of the Haggadah to our children. The Rambam elaborates this very much in Hilchos Chometz in chapter 6. And he says, we're obligated to tell the children so they can understand. And, says the Rambam, the most important thing is, you've got to tell each child according to his own level. Which means, you can't tell just one story at Leila Sena that's suitable for everyone. Because you have the older child, the younger child, the cleverer child, the more the child who doesn't ask questions, he's more quiet. And you've got to try and cause him to ask the questions. So part of our job is to be very well aware of the different situation of our children and the guests and to try and instill within them the story of the Haggadah. Beautiful. So obviously... Um one of the questions that we didn't get, but it would be a continuation. How do we bring the joy of the Haggadah and the Simcha of Pesach? Because even though we talk more about Simcha to do with Sukkot, but people do say, And as yes. we mentioned last week, actually the Simcha is where the most challenge is. 
Well, that's a beautiful question. But before I go into that, I would just like to say one more thing about the Haggadah. There's a beautiful source that I found in the Shemi Shmuel. The Shemi Shmuel was a very, very chosh of a Hasidish Rebbe. He was the Sochach of a Rebbe. His father was called the Avnei Nezer. The Avnei Nezer was one of the greatest geniuses of his time in the world of Hasidus. He has a book called the Avnei Nezer Responsa and another book on Hilchos Shabbos, which is called the Egle Tal. Something unbelievable. And the Shemi Shmuel says in the name of his father, the translation of Vayaged Moshe, when we, for example, have in the Torah and Moshe said, to Am Yisrael. Vayaged is one of the forms of saying, the translation is V'yichavei. He showed them. And the Shem Yishmuel says that that's the purpose of the Haggadah. You've got to show the children. You've got to make the children imagine and live the story of the Haggadah. I'd like to tell a story. One of my mentors and rabbis was uh, the great Sadiq and Mashgiach, Reb Shlomo Volbe, a blessed memory. And he used to say, he used to describe to his Talmidim how you're supposed to live the story of the Haggadah. For example, we know that the Egyptians, they had all the different, the ten plagues that attacked them. He gave an example of one of them, the plague of locust. Listen to how he did it. He's explained to the children, imagine suddenly the sky becomes black and you can hear the buzzing of all the locusts. And they're coming closer and closer. And suddenly the locusts are landing on all the different fields and orchards and everything in Egypt. And they're eating everything. And a person looks at a tree that's suddenly filled with locusts. They disappear after one minute and the tree is empty. There's nothing left there but the stem. And Revolba went on and on and on to explain how you do this. You can buy things in stores. You can buy all these different gadgets. You can buy little plastic locusts and while you're telling the story suddenly throw the locust on the children they oh oh what is that what is that put it on the table show them what we're talking about make the children live the Haggadah but in order for them to do that you've got to live the Haggadah so read about it start reading start living the Haggadah and that way you'll be able to pass it on to your children, which is the most important thing that we want, to pass it on to the next generation. Now, before we go into the question about Simcha, I would like to ask a personal favor from our singer, Rev. Aaron Levy, who we work together and we're good friends. There's a beautiful song about the whole purpose of what we would like from our children, that every single woman says on every Shabbos and every Yom Tov when she lights candles, may have the merit of having children who are tzaddikim and people of truth. It's a beautiful, moving song, and I'd like to ask him to play that fast. Amazing. Please do. Thank you. 
Oh, you're yes. gonna say oh no. Uh, uh, I start really, a song. <laughs> no, no. I, I again, I really do apologize that you have to listen to me instead of listening to the Rov. More than you, I am yearning for the Rov to come back and for me to just become a translator and not the person who gives over the shir. And Bezrat Hashem will merit that after Pesach. So please Amen. pray with us. Amen. Pray Amen. with us for the full healing of our mental and teaching. We need the Rav. Yeah. We need not that we back. don't appreciate the Rav, but we do need Rav Shalom. We need back. the Rav back. Yeah. I need the Rav back. <laughs> I've got to go back sitting next to you and translating. That's it. <laughs> we have a special mitzvah of being happy on the festivals. It appears in the book of Dvorim at the end of Pasha Sur'ei. And this mitzvah has got clear definitions which are brought in the Rambam in Hilchos Yom Tov on chapter 6 and in the Shulchan Aruch in Pater Chaim in chapter 529. This is a Simcha that is defined. So let's start giving a few of the things about Simcha. First of all, you have to buy your wife a present. Now I'm referring now to all the men that are viewing us. You are obligated to buy your wife a present every single festival. One of my teachers and mentors, Rabbi Mordechai Liao, he was very, very sick in his last two years. He was in hospital. Even from his hospital bed, he used to give a sum of money to one of his Talmidim to go and buy his wife, the Rebetzin, a present every single festival. Never missed once. So you've got to buy her something. And again, think about what she wants, not about what you want. My dear wife, I just now bought an incredible drill. A drill made by Makita for you as a present. Aren't you delighted? My no. wife would actually <laughs> love that. My okay. wife would okay. love it. Maybe your wife would love the Makita I would drill. But what? she would love <laughs> okay. it. Okay. If your wife loves the Makita drill, get her the Makita drill. Yeah. Normally, think about what she wants. You've also got to make your children happy. You can buy them new clothes for Pesach. You can buy them something to eat, something special for Seder night. And we also have an obligation to eat things on Pesach, on every festival, things that we enjoy and we're happy. But that is only part of the mitzvah of Simcha. The Rambam says something else very important. The Rambam says you are obligated to make sure that other people, needy people, people who don't have the financial, uh, the, the, don't have the financial means, people who don't have where to stay, you are obligated on Pesach to make them happy. And if you concentrate only on your happiness, only on your family, only on your Pesach table, and you don't think about others, says the Rambam, HaKodesh Baruch Hu, despises that. That is despicable in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He wants us to think about others. That's a major part of the Simcha, thinking about other people. Well, the, that's a perfect uh, step towards the Rabbinites. Reminder today, she came into my office a few times even, and once she was bearing some, some Kimcha de Pischa for the Olam, she brought some meat for everybody, for the people that work here. It's very kind of her, and it helps personally our Simcha Yomta very much. But, um, what she also did was said, get the link out, Kimcha de Pitzcha. Make sure everyone knows that they can donate. We've got it below in the description for the YouTube video and the Facebook. Everyone there can donate. And it's an opportunity for all of us to make other people's Yom Tovs truly happy. And that's the true key to Simcha's Yom Tov, as the brother's explaining. So I just also don't want, before I forget, I don't want to forget about Aaron Levy's wonderful uh, opportunities that he can give to us as not only as being our guest as a singer, but as uh, someone who can come visit and hello. But he also has his own band, Amcha Deliba, and I'm trying to say it right. And to remind, he's also one of the Tamachachomim of this 
beautiful community and as you can see he does not have a phone which i could send these videos or links to he only has a kosher <laughs> phone and there are few people you meet nowadays who manage to be much and successful and have some and they're without the phones maybe that goes together i'm still trying to work that set that out somewhat is that true without the phone probably probably by the way i'd like to give over my phone yeah. number to anyone who wants to call and ask a question my phone number is 052-111-1111 no i'm just joking you're never yeah. gonna get in touch with never me gonna get. people Sorry. do try ask for your number <laughs> they, all the they, time they do try but culture i get people ask me they ask me can i have the rav's number and i'm like no you can email me you get my emails though i get the emails, emails when i read them no even with emails i'm very yeah. bad in other words you have to call me and tell me there's an email. Okay, Open so I'm giving the right heads up. There's probably about 20 emails in the last 10 weeks at least okay. <laughs> that I've sent forwarded from other people. In fact, that leads us to our next question. But before we do, I just want to mention that the phone number to book, you can either reach out to me directly on the online platforms or to call with a phone. Would you believe it? Without texting, without WhatsApp, zero five four eight four zero three five four one. This is for Aaron Levy. Has a beautiful band. What kind of music they do? Uh, Simchots and yeah, all kinds. Co- all, kinds. all kinds. And he has his own music, his own songs as well. But he's not commercially out there. So it's up to you to make that happen by reaching out he's direct. He's busy as supervising the yeshiva. Exactly. He's That's actually, his main job. He's not promoting he's, himself. He's doing. Well, if you want someone to promote you, there's someone sitting here. Uh, <laughs> I do that kind of stuff. I actually helped El Nata Malu a little bit and uh, other guests we've had here, Baruch Hashem, I'm always happy to do that. But I think that since we, think, since we spoke about Simcha, yeah. I think it's now time for a song. Oh, another song? I can't just do this one little question here. Uh, okay. This <laughs> one little question. Okay. It's a bit of a tough one, but any words about the situation in Uman, Ukraine? And this is one of the emails, that's why it reminded me. People sharing pics of soldiers around the well-known Jewish centers there. A lot of soldiers are hanging out right now, unfortunately, in the beautiful Uman, Rosh Hashanah, Uman, Ukraine. I've heard many people trying to give different explanations about the situation in Ukraine and what does this war between Russia and Ukraine mean. And I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, what the best answer is. Part of Emuna, of believing is believing though you don't understand. I don't really think anyone except for the great, great Sadiqim of the generation can really understand what this war means completely. We do not understand. But we have to believe that this is something only for the better good, something that Hashem himself wanted to happen for his reasons. And the the situation, the outcome is going to be something wonderful with all the pain and grief that we're seeing and that we're experiencing through this war. It is only going to be for the better good. Why? we don't understand. Our job is to believe it's for the better good and to pray that no Jew should be harmed, that no one should be harmed, that everything will eventually, the conclusion will be, we'll only have peace between the nations because that is our greatest aspirations as Jews. Amen. So we should have a song on that. A little bit of a heavy point, but brings us back to Hala. Catching <laughs> 
translate these beautiful words because this is something that we say in our prayers every single Shabbos, every single festival sanctify us through your mitzvahs, through your commandments give us our share in your Torah made us satisfied with all the good that you bestow upon us make us happy with all the salvations that you give us and purify our hearts so we can truly serve you and this actually goes on to another question asked here and I'm going to ask the question because this completes the question about what was asked about the Ukrainian war what does the Torah say about women serving in the army I'd like to explain that according to Yiddishkeit war is something negative Yiddishkeit is not pro-war whatsoever. We are people of peace. The Torah, it's paths, are paths of calm and relaxation, and its ways are ways of peace. We want peace. We pray every single day for there to be world peace. Sometimes there are necessities and one has to go to war, which is in order to defend ourselves. But that's only in extreme measures. And since it's only in extreme measures, we don't want people to be involved in war. So that's why, according to the Torah, only men and only certain men are supposed to go out to war, not because women cannot fight. Absolutely not. I think that reality proves that women can be wonderful soldiers. But going to war is something that we have a special blessing, that Hashem will make sure that our hearts stay 
full and intact and that we're not affected by all the atrocious things that we see in war. We don't want that to affect our women who their role is to raise the family. They're the pillar of the Jewish people and the family. It's not something that's suitable for women. So hence, we are against war. And even when one goes to war, we try to minimize it as much as possible. We don't send children. We don't send people who are people who are weak. We don't send people who are immersed in learning Torah. And for that reason, we don't send the pillars of our homes, which are the women. Wow, beautiful answer. Thank you, Rav. Um, another question came we up. We need to get back to Simcha. We're going to do now. <laughs> we do mitzvahs with Simcha here, especially with the Rav. We always ask us, we miss him, to ask him to remind us. The Rav Kolazman, he says to Eli, smile. Oh, yeah, yes. Everyone, smile. smile. So we have to remember <laughs> these heavy questions. First, Omer, how do we count from the second night of Pesach till Shavuos with more meaning? And I'll add in now Simcha. And what's the law with music during Cholomoyed? Everyone likes to know that question. Okay, let's get it first of all to Sfer Saomer. Sfer Saomer is connected to Pesach. Pesach was one of the greatest events in our Jewish history, the exodus from Egypt. Why did Hashem take us out of Egypt? What is the whole purpose? The whole purpose is 50 days later to reach Mount Sinai, the festival of Shavuos, and to receive the greatest gift Hashem has ever given anyone all through history, and that's Hashem's holy Torah. Every single day that we count, we're supposed to think, one day passed, I'm coming closer to the Holy Torah. Another day passed, I'm coming closer to the Holy Torah. Every single day we're supposed to be filled with happiness that we're coming closer to our ultimate goal, and that is receiving the Holy Torah. And that's how we're supposed to count Sefer Saomer. And that also refers to listening to music on Cholam Moed. Not only are you allowed to listen to music on Cholam Moed, it's a mitzvah on Cholam Moed itself, because it's a day of happiness. But I'm assuming people are asking here also about Sefer Saomer. Yes, are you allowed to listen the... to music on Sefer Saomer? We have to explain something about music, which things have changed over history. And I think that uh, Rabbi Aaron Levy will admit it from his experience. Once upon a time, people barely heard music. People heard music when? When they went to weddings, when they, were, when they, were, they heard the klezmerim. That's what we call the old singers of once upon a time. So music was much more rare and much more restricted. Today, today we live in a world which is flooded with music. We hear music all the time. In adverts, we hear music on the radio. People today live with music. When you take music away from people, it makes people depressed and upset. Now, there are those who say you're not allowed to listen to music on Sefer Saomer. I disagree with them. Today, since music is such a necessity, a mental necessity for people, you are allowed to listen to music on Sefer Saomer if you feel that it's something that your soul needs and that without that you become upset and depressed. Just do one thing. Make sure that when you listen to music, you're listening to it on your earphones. You don't have to play it all over. So you can listen to the music and make sure that you stay happy and content. Well, so that means no musical guests, because even though ideally we could... No, uh, no. Regarding musical uh, guests, this program is different. I, in the time, I wrote in a response for Rabbi Brody Schlitter, uh, who used to be one of the most important members of our staff here, here in Brest of Israel, and he asked me, is he allowed to play music in Sefer Saomer? And I said to him that since our role is 
distributing the word of Emunah, distributing faith, there's an answer in one of the important books, in Ite Gavriel, who says that when we're going to play for patience, you're allowed to play music. Now, since we are all sick in the sense that we're lacking Emunah, we are. says Tilim says, heal my soul because I sent to you. We are all, we need Emunah. So when it comes to distributing the word of Emunah, we are allowed to bring musical guests and we're allowed to play in the studio. And by the way, when I'm saying that we're all sick by lacking Emunah, I'm referring first and foremost to myself. I am sick. I need the remedy of Emunah. And I'm assuming nearly everyone is like that. And if you're completely well and you don't need the remedy whatsoever, why are you listening to our shir? Go out there and spread the word of Emunah to other people. Don't waste your time. Bring more people closer to Emunah and to faith. So that brings us to our last question. When is Rev. Dino Elgood, Shlita and the team, which I hope includes myself, touring this year in person, Emunah tour? First of all, my role is only to translate the rabbi. And as I always say, I am a pathetic substitute to the rabbi. And I can translate him. But, the song again. but, but, but for me to come to America and to tour myself, <laughs> if anyone would be interested in hearing my shiurim, you can contact Delhi. Yeah, America, UK, I, Australia. I, I am there. praying for the Rov. Canada, if we could get in there. And me to go and translate him. And South then Africa. you can hear the true words of faith, the words of the Rov. Yeah. We hope to join you again in person. We do miss you. I just saw a video of the Rav in Brooklyn. Ooh. All those years ago. I think it was 2014. It was with uh, Eli Raveli. Man. So we're sitting there. Rav Brody was translating. Uh, Rav David, uh, what's his name? The famous Breslov uh, Shlich who opened up Uman. David, uh, I forgot his name. I have it on my phone. Anyway, he's a very famous. He's come, always comes to our and He loves the Rav. And the uh, old Yid. Uh, David, uh, I'll look it up. We'll have the answer after a song. After the song. Baruch Hashem. But I just want to remind also to thank the Rav, Rav Dain Elgar, for organizing our music because I was working the whole week hard <laughs> to bring Yosef Kaduna and I did manage to piece together a thousand shekels but it wasn't enough. Very disappointed with all of you. I never asked. I've never asked for anyone out there publicly to sponsor any of these classes other than obviously generally partner with our campaigns but never directly to sponsor a guest because thank god all our guests come but they come for free but Yosef Gaduna you know he's uh, this is his business this is his profession and in all respect to him we wanted to be able to pay him to come as a one-off special special treat and you guys failed me I only got a thousand not enough no so, but, but, but I want to tell you something I'm yeah. sorry to say yeah. personally yeah. I prefer to ever have Aaron Levy here you exactly. know why you Hashem want to know why no 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 I'll yeah. tell you why Rav Aaron Levy is part of our Chuchel Chesed family. Oh. So when we're sitting here and we're giving over the Shia as the Chuchel Chesed, the Breast of Israel, having someone from the family who understands, who sings the Hallel, who's together with the Rav, who the Rav loves and appreciates and has great esteem for, I think it's much more effective. Sorry, um, no personal insult well, to anyone else. It was a big appreciation to Rav Dainagra for bringing Aaron Levy last minute, <laughs> literally the, like a few hours ago in the morning. And we thank you very much for joining us. We'd like to end off with a song, maybe two. One song about Halal Pesach, because we're getting ready now to sing Halal together. But Korav Mamish, we're going to have a Korban Pesach this year. What? Korban Pesach. Be'ezrat Hashem, we are all Flesh going, dripping out my we mouth. We are all going Flesh. to be meeting in Pesach Mekdash. Now, by the way, Chuchel Chesed is going to be in the back left corner. Okay, yeah. so come there in Beis Hamikdash. We're going to be sacrificing the Korban Pesach, yeah. and we're going to be having an unbelievable seder here in Shmuel Hanovi 13 on the ground floor. You're all invited.
Wow, amen. I'm just down the road, so I'll believe later I'll come by also. If we're allowed, are we allowed to mix up Chaburahs? What's the halacha? We'll have one big Chaburah, oh. one massive Chaburah. There'll be enough meat for everybody. Oh, yeah? don't worry. We'll get a massive a korban. <laughs> matzah, everything. Yana Matzah. And all your donations and Kimcha de Pischa will be part of it. So join in on the Korban Pesach Suda by Chutzel Chesed. Amen. New campaign. Amazing. Amen, yes. campaign. Let's end off with beautiful songs. Uh, Pesach and then uh, to Messiah this year, Pesach We believe, you know. Can you sing with me? We want to sing, yeah. Yes. Thank you. Oh, 
67 we went we messiah we finish off the winter's man with a spring with a song about about rabbeinu, rabbeinu. yesterday was his birthday ah, Aleph nisan beautiful yes. nisan, and now we're in the time of spring of re- renewal we please god we'll have renewed class beginning after pesach with the rumor with the rub in the meanwhile join us keep joining us making this global Thank you again for Rabdi Nelga taking out his busy schedule before the Yom Tov. We appreciate it deeply. Thank you for the Muna team for making these classes professional, putting them on our platforms. Excuse me for not being 100% professional, but I'm working on it. Okay, yeah? you're working on it. It's we okay. wanted to make this viral, by the way. We had an idea, like maybe he would strangle me or something. I don't know. Is that going to work? No, no. <laughs> what we spoke about is, is that if he wanted to have half yeah. a million views on Facebook or on YouTube, then we'd yeah. have one, you know, rabbi strangling the host. But when I'm willing to do really, that, let's do it. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I want to go rating, viral. Rating is not worth everything. Kill me like a <laughs> Let's go, let's go. No, no. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Sharon Levy. We enjoyed every minute. Thank you, man. And uh, hug Kosher Vesameh, Pesach, everybody. Amen. Amen. Special, special days ahead. Enjoy the. The, the dilug, the, the dancing and the jumping and the skipping, going through Sphere Saome, growing and growing and growing. And we'll be joining you on that journey. Please, God, another week or two, we'll be back here on a Sunday, ready for you guys for our Muna Class 68. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. By the way, I really do mean it. What, killing me? No. About Yosef Excited to be here, thank God, in our wonderful studio in Yushalayim, Erev Kodesh. And yes, we are blessed, thank God. Rav Dayan Elgad, Erev Pesach, is the first time he is able to somewhat makes time, yes? Yes, somewhat makes time for this year. It's yes. so important to the Rav, we can't say no. Exactly. That's the point. We're doing this as the Rotson of the Rav. We're making another Munakas, Erev Pesach. We were nervous maybe last week's was going to be the CM of the whole winter's man and Hashem has given us the merit to do another garden of a Muna class a Muna class 2022 on Pesach 2022 soulful Pesach and not just soulful soulful halal Pesach do not pass over this one because we have a special guest sitting right next to me of Aaron Levy Aaron Levy is in a band, his band called Umka, 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 Deliba. <laughs> he's going to lead us with the depths of his heart. And thank God, he's also the lead singer of the band in the yeshiva for Halal with the Rav, which has been going on now with him leading 13 years. Some of the musicians you'll recognize from the band from Yishai Rebo and other wonderful musicians. And uh, we'll maybe let him discuss that a bit more later in the class. But we also have to mention that he is a Tamachochem and 
the Rosh of a Chabura of Bochrim. He is the head, the head supervisor head supervisor of the Bochrim in a wonderful yeshiva in Yushalayim, in Chut Shel Chesed. And also, is it, that's where it's located here? Yes, that's where it's located. So he is someone who's here with Kavir, thank God, monthly. You can come to the shul and hear his singing, Nate, and please God. We're going to share his uh, phone number as well, how you can book him, etc., etc., all the good things, as well as a description in our wonderful, wonderful YouTube video, Facebook, Instagram posts and podcasts and everywhere else we manage to find ourselves nowadays. We want to dedicate our class to the soul of Rav Yosef Kanievsky, sorry, Rav Chaim Kanievsky, Zatzel. Um, I think I slipped up with Yosef because he'd have to be Chaim Chaim because I was hoping oh, he's, he's, also, he's also his full name is Shmuel yeah. Yosef. Oh, there we go. So that was very that fixed it up. Thank God. We dedicate to to the full name of Rav Chaim Kanievsky Zatzel. Soulful guests. We welcome all our guests of the Holy Land. Everyone tuning in, all online to Eretz Yisrael with so many inspired followers. Blessings to our special guests and the Muna staff and all. That means we gave you a bracha. Anachnu asad bracha b'shul ha'orech. Choshev, uh, the special guest. So the full healing to be rid of all forms of corona and demonis and other things that people are going through nowadays, all kinds of mental issues. And we specifically ask you to keep davening for Rav Shalom Ben Yamna and Tehila Rivka Bas Masha. Also now, we had a new name, Chana Bas Frida. Um, we should pray for her. She's unfortunately very not in a good situation. We pray for her full for Shlema. Um, also, the Havda Ben Chaim Chaim elevate these, uh, the soul of Gedalia, Sanyu Achmedinu Ben Gedalia. And we appreciate your dedication to our Muna classes. We wish you a good week, a good Chodesh Nissan. Yes, we already had Rosh Chodesh yesterday. A healthy, energized spring. That's one of the things we want to bring a lot of simcha and energy to your Pesach preparations, especially with the Rav here and Joy and Kasherat. He'll help us with that. Share Amunah Global All. We have simcha with the music. And to remember, that Ravorish is always asking you to join all his different causes and campaigns. The books, the wonder of gratitude. We have also the loving everyone unconditionally. Don't forget the Chok of Tudah, the law of gratitude, very important. Plus the wonderful pamphlet of loving every Jew with great devotion, which I like to expand it to every person. We have to pray for all the humanity to have love and unity that will solve a lot of our problems. So anyway, so let's keep going ahead with the feedback from you wonderful people that follow us weekly and thank our last class like i was saying to our guest has already had 25,000 views on facebook and thousands of views on on youtube with all our classes thank god and we appreciate you building them up bringing them to the people rav sholom always speaks to the heart thank you yeah the videos of rav Oresh, amazing in fact we just had a class posted today all about singing and hello from the rav oh so this, clip, works out, this works out very well. We posted it today. It's already gone on our channel. You can check it out. It's the latest class from Rav Oresh, all about what we're talking today. Shalom Rabbi and everyone from Sydney, Australia. Amazing. That's someone who's on our live feed. Yosef, we need to jab, my friend. That was last week's guest. Dov Halprin wrote, our styles are so different yet so similar. Love today's topic. That was one of our previous guests commented oh, on Yosef. Wonderful yeah. guest. Yes. And uh, Rabbeinu taught us to be with God in all our ways. But through a spotless, we see truth closer. Mitzah, Shem, 100% MS. Thank you for sharing these deep, appreciated words. This was actually in last week's class about his spotless, meditation, mindfulness, all the wonderful topics we discussed, as well as it went on LinkedIn. The, the, we thank those people again. Thank you very much. Gedalia's Coach Menachem edition on our platform, Gedalia Fenster, had an excellent class that was uh, featured on Coach Menachem's network, and they kindly let us share it on our platforms. 
Once again, that's collaboration and unity between different groups. This is so good. Thank you. You do this. Baruch Hashem. Shalom Aleichem, everyone. That was a comment on the class. Thank you. Blesses my heart this morning. I definitely made the choice to know and believe everything is always working out for my good. I love this. This is Rav Oresh's, one of his recent classes, All for the Good. I remember the lessons of this story. Rav Oresh's weekly classes. Thank you, Rabbi. Beautiful. Wow. Totally unexpected. I thought it was going to be about the Midrash regarding Sanhedrin, overriding a voice from Shemayim on the Halakha. I did not see the ending coming book and someone else wrote wow that person's right beautiful indeed thank god for chasidus without it we'd all be depressed Jews walking around yeah <laughs> someone else wrote like sweet honey that's another past video when you see the Siddiquim together how beautiful two beautiful souls and actually a few other people were mentioning it to me when I was in the frat last Shabbos or the Shabbos before that they were also mentioning that wonderful video of Rav Avadia and the Rav there's a lot of videos thank God that are still going around um, people are talking about the Rav the Levaya, Rav Chaim the, him crying and it just made a bit all these videos make big impact to people and even though we miss the Rav and we want the Rav to come back but thank God we still have this uh, legacy growing. Thank you, Hashem, for everything you give us, all our team, Rav Dine Elgrad for taking out time here of Pesach. He's got sheets of Torah here, Baruch Hashem. If we don't um, underestimate or devalue his time, it's very much appreciated. And the previous classes also, and thank God for this class, for our guest, for coming last minute, Aaron Levy. Let's go ahead with a song and uh, enjoy, enjoy the hello of Pesach. Bet Yaakov me'amboez Aita yemda le'kocho Yisrael ma'amshel otam Hayam rabayanos Hayardeni sov le'achor Ha'arim ha'keduch Wow, thank you, Aaron Levy, for a great intro, great way to begin a beautiful part of Halal, is that correct? Yes, part of Halal, speaking about the exodus from Egypt, which is mamish relevant now to Pesach, it's beautiful. Amazing. This is, by the way, this is a tune that we hear every Rosh Chodesh, and you are all invited to come also in Pesach. We have on Pesach and Cholomoyed every day, the band sings, it's unbelievable, we have hundreds of people coming over from all of Yerushalayim and all over Israel to come and hear the Hallel and the Yeshiva, hear the band. It's an unbelievable event. It's worthwhile. We start davening on Nates. Come. This is a, an unforgettable experience. And a lot because of Rav Aaron Levy and his band. And this is on Cholomoyed as well? This is Cholomoyed. Every single day of Cholomoyed we play music. Wow. We have recordings of it on Sukkot. But Pesach, I don't remember. Recordings so. are beautiful. Yeah. And for those of you who are living abroad who have still not made Aliyah yet to Eretz wow. Yisrael, that's, that's okay. For those who live here in Eretz Yisrael, don't miss the live show. The energy is something un- 
unbelievable. We can't even explain it in words until you're there. You've got to experience it. And there's always room. And there's always room. Mm. When the heart has room, there's always room around. Amazing. So we have a few questions which I think tie perfectly into what the Rav prepared. That's part of the Saturday Shemaya. Um, how do we connect the Haggadah and teachings of Amuna to the children and our guests? Okay, very good question. One of the main mitzvahs that we have in the Torah is a mitzvah called Vihigata Levincha. Now, the source is in the book of Shmois in chapter 13, where we have a specific mitzvah to tell the story of the Haggadah to our children. The Rambam elaborates this very much in Hilchos Chometz in chapter 6. And he says, we're obligated to tell the children so they can understand. And, says the Rambam, the most important thing is you've got to tell each child according to his own level. Which means you can't tell just one story at Leila Sena that's suitable for everyone. Because you have the older child, the younger child, the cleverer child, the, more, the child who doesn't ask questions, he's more quiet. And you've got to try and cause him to ask the questions. So part of our job is to be very well aware of the different situation of our children and the guests and to try and instill within them the story of the Haggadah. Beautiful. So obviously um, one of the questions that we didn't get, but it would be a continuation. How do we bring the joy of the Haggadah and the Simcha of Pesach? Because even though we talk more about Simcha to do with Sukkot, but people do say Hag Kosher V'Sameach. And as yes. we mentioned last week, actually the Simcha is where the most challenge is. Well, that's a beautiful question, but before I go into that, I would just like to say one more thing about the Haggadah. There's a beautiful source that I found in the Shemi Shmuel. The Shemi Shmuel was a very, very choshev a chassidish rebbe. He was the sochach of a rebbe. His father was called the Avnei Nezer. The Avnei Nezer was one of the greatest geniuses of his time in the world of chassidus. He has a book called the Avnei Nezer Responsa, and another book on Hilchos Shabbos, which is called the Egle Tal. Something unbelievable. And the Shemi Shmuel says, in the name of his father, the translation of Vayaged Moshe, when we, for example, have in the Torah and Moshe said to Am Yisrael, Vayaged is one of the forms of saying, the translation is V'yichavei, he showed them. And the Shem Yishmuel says that that's the purpose of the Haggadah. You've got to show the children. You've got to make the children imagine and live the story of the Haggadah. I'd like to tell a story. One of my mentors and rabbis was uh, the great tzaddik and mashgiach, Reb Shlomo Volbe, of blessed memory. And he used to say, he used to describe to his Talmidim how you're supposed to live the story of the Haggadah. For example, we know that the Egyptians, they had all the different, the ten plagues that attacked them. He gave an example of one of them, the plague of locust. Listen to how he did it. He's explained to the children, imagine suddenly the sky becomes black and you can hear the buzzing of all the locusts and they're coming closer and closer and suddenly the locusts are landing on all the different fields and orchards and everything in Egypt and they're eating everything and a person looks at a tree that's suddenly filled with locusts they disappear after one minute and the tree is empty there's nothing left there but the stem and Ravolba went on and on and on to explain how you do this. You can buy things in stores. You can buy all these different gadgets. You can buy little plastic locusts. And while you're telling the story, suddenly throw the locust on the children. They, oh, oh, what is that? What is that? Put it on the table. Show them what we're talking about. Make the children 
live the Haggadah. But in order for them to do that, you've got to live the Haggadah. So read about it. Start reading. Start living the Haggadah. And that way, you'll be able to pass it on to your children, which is the most important thing that we want, to pass it on to the next generation. Now, before we go into the question about Simcha, I would like to ask a personal favor from our singer, Rev. Aaron Levy, who we work together and we're good friends. There's a beautiful song about the whole purpose of what we would like from our children. That every single woman says on every Shabbos and every Yom Tov when she lights candles, may have the merit of having children who are tzaddikim and people of truth. It's a beautiful, moving song, and I'd like to ask him to play that for us. Amazing. Please do. Song. We should be blessed with it's all this. A, oh. a beautiful, moving song. How we want our children to light up the world with their holiness, with their actions, with their love for every single person. Amen. Amen. We should all merit. 
I mean, we love the point we mentioned about throwing the toys, like the Simcha. I, I've done that on my Seder nights, and it does work. That does work. Uh, there's, Not there's, now, though. They're minor teenagers now, so... Oh, they might throw it back on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are all these different customs. Many people have the custom of when they say, when they're describing the Exodus, yeah. they put on these special clothes, which resemble how our forefathers looked hundreds of thousands of years ago. They put the matzahs on the shoulders, and they walk, showing the children how we walk out of Egypt with everything on our shoulders running speedily you're making them live the Haggadah yeah like for example Rav Volba I was talking about the locust the Midrash says something incredible do you know what the locust did when they finished eating all the agricultural produce of Egypt says the Midrash they were still hungry so they started eating their eyes and Rav Volba he described it imagine it pounces onto the person's the Egyptian's face it grabs on and his teeth go and into the eyeball and all <laughs> and the children are going ooh the eyeball <laughs> it's manish making ourselves live the Haggadah living the Haggadah telling the story the way we should Wow. It is. Go to the stores you have today. Stores which are called yeah. Hakol Shekel. You buy yeah, Shekel. You buy all these gadgets yeah. for peanuts, and they revive. We had bags, you know, bulls and you know, blood. Like it was like uh, the big red thing, and like we had all the everything set up. So each maca, we were able to throw it at the kids. And, and it makes the children live. They all stood in the middle, and we threw it at them. And <laughs> the house was a complete mess, but it was part of the that's, Seder night. That's the mitzvah. Yeah. The house is going to be a mess anyway. After yeah. the Haggadah, it makes no difference. The house is going to be a mess. It should be at least a positive mess. Oh, but you're asking about the Simcha. Yeah. The Simcha, especially on the festivals, is something very unique because we have a special commandment. Even though we are obligated to always be happy, and we know that the Heligar Rebbe Rabbi Nachman of Breslev, he says in the Kutim Moharan, on the second part, on chapter, on which is Torah, 24, Mitzvah Gdola Liot Besimcha Tamid, there's a great mitzvah to always be on Simcha, we have a special mitzvah to be Besimcha on the festivals. Now, just before I continue, I've got my disclaimer to say. Oh, you're yes. going to say, oh, no. Uh, I <laughs> Start <really>, a song. <laughs> no, no, I, I, again, I really do apologize that you have to listen to me instead of listening to the Rav. More than you, I am yearning for the Rav to come back and for me to just become a translator and not the person who gives over the Shia. And Bezrat Hashem will merit that after Pesach. So please Amen. pray with us, Amen. pray Amen. with us for the full healing of our mental and teaching. We need the Rav back. Yeah. Need Not that we back. don't appreciate the Rav, but we do need Rav Shalom. We need back. the Rav back. Yeah. I need the Rav back. <laughs> I've got to go back sitting next to you and translating. And that's it. <laughs> we have a special mitzvah of being happy on the festivals. It appears in the book of Dvorim at the end of Pasha Sre'i. And this mitzvah has got clear definitions which are brought in the Rambam in Hilchos Yom Tov on chapter 6 and in the Shulchan Aruch in Pater Chaim in chapter 529. This is a Simcha that is defined. So let's start giving a few of the things about Simcha. First of all, you have to buy your wife a present. Now I'm referring now to all the men that are viewing us. You are obligated to buy your wife a present every single festival. One of my teachers and mentors, Rabbi Mordechai Liao, he was very, very sick in his last two years. He was in hospital. Even from his hospital bed, he used to give a sum of money to one of his Talmidim to go and buy his wife, the Rebetzin, a present every single festival. Never missed once. So you've got to buy her something. And again, think about what she wants, not about what you want. My dear wife, I just now bought an incredible drill. 
a drill made by Makita for you as a present. Aren't you delighted? My no. wife would actually <laughs> love that. My okay. wife would okay. love that. Maybe your wife would love the Makita I would, drill. I would, but she would love <laughs> okay. it. Okay, if your wife loves the Makita drill, get her the Makita drill. Yeah. Normally, think about what she wants. You've also got to make your children happy. You can buy them new clothes for Pesach. You can buy them something to eat, something special for Seder night. And we also have an obligation to eat things on Pesach, on every festival, things that we enjoy and we're happy. But that is only part of the mitzvah of Simcha. The Rambam says something else very important. The Rambam says you are obligated to make sure that other people, needy people, people who don't have the financial, uh, the, the, don't have the financial means, people who don't have where to stay, you are obligated on Pesach to make them happy. And if you concentrate only on your happiness, only on your family, only on your Pesach table, and you don't think about others, says the Rambam, HaKodesh Baruch Hu despises that. That is despicable in the eyes of HaKodesh Baruch Hu. He wants us to think about others. That's a major part of the Simcha, thinking about other people. Well, that's a perfect uh, step towards the Rabbinites. Reminder today, she came into my office a few times even, and once she was bearing some some kimcha de pischa for the olam, she brought some meat for everybody, for the people that work here. It was very kind of her, and it helps personally our simchas yomta very much. But um, what she also did was said, get the link out kimcha de pischa, make sure everyone knows that they can donate. We've got it below in the description for the YouTube video and the Facebook. Everyone there can donate, and it's an opportunity for all of us to make other people's yomtavs truly happy. And that's the true key to simchas yomtav, as the rabbi was explaining. So I just also don't want, before I forget, I don't want to forget about Aaron Levy's wonderful uh, opportunities that he can give to us as not only as being our guest as a singer, but as uh, someone who can come and visit and hello. But he also has his own band, Amcha Deliba, and I'm trying to say it right. And to remind, he's also one of the Tamachachomim of this beautiful community. And as you can see, he does not have a phone which I could send these videos or links to. He only has a kosher <laughs> phone. And there are few people you meet nowadays who manage to be much there and successful and have Simcha Sechayim and they're without the phones. Maybe that goes together. I'm still trying to work that set, that out somewhat. Is that true? Without the phone, Simcha Sechayim? Probably. Probably. By the way, I'd like to give over my phone yeah. number to anyone who wants to call and ask a question. My phone number is 052-111-1111. No, I'm just joking. You're never yeah. going to get in touch with never me gonna get. People Sorry. do try to ask your number <laughs> they, all the time. They, they do try. But... Culture boy, I get people ask me. They ask me, can I have the Rav's number? And I'm like, no. You can email me. You get my emails, though. I get the emails. emails when I read them. No, even with emails, I'm very yeah. bad. In other words... You have to call me and tell me there's an email. Okay, open so I'm giving you a heads up. There's probably about 20 emails in the last 10 weeks, at least. Okay. <laughs> that I've sent forwarded from other people. In fact, that leads us to our next question. But before we do, I just want to mention that the phone number to book, you can either reach out to me directly on the online platforms or to call with a phone. Would you believe it? Without texting, without WhatsApp, 054-840-3541. This is for Aaron Levy. Has a beautiful band. What kind of music they do? Uh, Simchots and yeah, all kinds. Co- all, kinds. all kinds. And he has his own music, his own songs as well. But he's not commercially out there. So it's up to you to make that happen by reaching out he's direct. He's busy as supervising the yeshiva. Exactly. He's That's actually, his main job. He's not promoting himself. He's doing. Yeah. If you want someone to promote you, there's someone sitting here. Uh, <laughs> I do that kind of stuff. I actually helped Alnata Malu a little bit and uh, other guests we've had here, Baruch Hashem. I'm always happy to do that. But I think that this is, since, we, think, since we spoke about Simcha, yeah. 
I think it's now time for a song. Oh, another song? I can't just do this one little question here. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> one little question. Okay. It's a bit of a tough one, but any words about the situation in Uman, Ukraine? And this is one of the emails that's why it reminded me. People sharing pics of soldiers around the well-known Jewish centers there. A lot of soldiers are hanging out right now, unfortunately, in the beautiful Uman, Rosh Hashanah, Uman, Ukraine. I've heard many people trying to give different explanations about the situation in Ukraine and what does this war between Russia and Ukraine mean. And I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, what the best answer is. Part of Emuna, of believing is believing though you don't understand. I don't really think anyone except for the great, great Sadiqim of the generation can really understand what this war means completely. We do not understand. But we have to believe that this is something only for the better good, something that Hashem himself wanted to happen for his reasons. And the, the situation, the outcome is going to be something wonderful with all the pain and grief that we're seeing and that we're experiencing through this war. It is only going to be for the better good. Why? we don't understand. Our job is to believe it's for the better good and to pray that no Jew should be harmed, that no one should be harmed, that everything will eventually, the conclusion will be, Ose Shalom. We'll only have peace between the nations because that is our greatest aspirations as Jews. Amen. So we should have a song on that. A little bit of a heavy point, but brings us back to Hello.
I'd, I'd like to translate these beautiful words because this is something that we say in our prayers every single Shabbos, every single festival. Sanctify us through your mitzvahs, through your commandments. Give us our share in your Torah. Made us satisfied with all the good that you bestow upon us. Make us happy with all the salvations that you give us. And purify our hearts so we can truly serve you. And this actually goes on to another question asked here. And I'm going to ask the question because this completes the question about what was asked about the Ukrainian.